deep in the testing labs of the Dominion Empire. Three science operatives attach electrobe suction to the bare chest and head of Agravain as one operative reviews data on the computer screen. Agravain steps off the scale. The tests are finished for the day. Herrick looks Agravain up and down, marveling at his new champion. Agravain, it is time. Look at you. You've been fashioned by the minions of darkness, infused with a legion of demons that are totally loyal to the master. Your fist can smash through six inches of solid stone and you wouldn't feel a thing. You are perfect. The master has given me command over the legion of demons inside of you. Therefore, I have command over you. So as you can see, I can trust you more deeply than even my first. Are you ready? I am ready, Lord Harrick. Good. Now you must follow my instructions to the letter. Do whatever you want with reason, just don't kill him. Through him, we will destroy any and all of the opposition. But we must have him alive. Do you understand? Yes, Lord Harrick. Good. Then you will need this. Herrick snaps his fingers. A young girl walks toward the two. She is carrying a velvet pillow with a large sword resting on top. Agravain grabs the sword and lifts it to his face. After examining it closely, he sheathes it. There are only seven in existence. It is the singing sword of Hamera. There have been maybe ten or fifteen people in human history who may have been capable of wielding it. Now it is yours. Do what you have to do, but do it quickly. Inside the brightly lit hotel room, Susan and Reason sit on the bed reading a portion of the Bible. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. Wow, there you have it. I think we just read about the first martyr for Christ. There's a wealth of knowledge in here. I just want to soak it up like a sponge. Yeah, I know what you mean. Reason, I've been thinking. Who do you think those people were who tried to kill us the other day? I honestly don't know. I don't have any enemies that I can think of. I pretty much keep to myself. I have no clue who they could be. But hey, don't worry about them. We're still alive, aren't we? Yeah, but for how long? Susan slides the locket resting around her neck in and out of her fingers. It is a nervous habit she has developed over the years. After an awkward twist, the locket falls off into her hand. Hey, what is it that you have there? Oh, it's a locket that my mom gave me when I was three. Keeps falling off, though. I know, I have to get it fixed. So have you spoken to your mother since you've run away? No, I don't know what I'd say to her. I haven't seen her in almost 15 years, the better part of my life. I don't know if she ever really cared about me, though. I've only had one good friend of my life, and she is a working girl like me. Gina was the only one I could trust. I wonder how she's doing now. I'm going to go crazy if we have to stay in this room much longer. Let's get something to eat. I'm starved. Without warning, Reason feels a sharp pain in his left arm as if he has been shot. He begins to stand but falls hard on the floor, reeling in pain. Reason, what's wrong? Reason's vision blurs, then refocuses. But he is no longer with Susan in the hotel room. As he looks around, he thinks he is in some downtown business district. But the billboards aren't in English. 
He watches in disbelief as a man in his late 30s holds his left arm and is running from a large man wielding a bloodstained sword. The victim swings the crossbow around and fires a metal tip bolt. The large man dodges the shot but it finds its mark striking a building only a few yards away from the stalker. The tip was armed with an explosive bomb and discharges, tossing the large man across a two-lane street like a ragdoll. Stone fragments and glass from the building litter the street and fall heavy on the big man. Cars swerve to miss the large body laying in the street. The man with a crossbow momentarily stops fleeing to see the carnage. He looks on in disbelief as a large assassin rises from the rubble. He brushes brick and glass off of his chest, not appearing to be injured much from the damage. Reason's vision flickers between the scene and the hotel room. What's going on? Why am I feeling this pain? Reason, what's wrong? I don't know, but I think we better get on our knees and pray right now. Someone is in trouble. Whoever he is, we need to pray for him. 